This is the Comics Vault Podcast! Let's crack open the vault. So, I'm ready? This episode of the Comics Vault Podcast is sponsored by... Fenton Works! Jack Fenton here. I've checked the Comics Vault over and found no ghosts! If you need one gone, call me, Jack Fenton, world's best ghost hunter! Not Buster. That is a trademark, and I can't infringe upon it. But Ghost Hunter! Thank you! Thanks for joining us again for another episode of the Comics Vault Podcast. Uh, I'm David of PA Nerd Cosplay, and I am doing the podcast for the owner of the Comics Vault, Neil, who is not here today. Um, I'm going to try to get some more episodes with him this winter, see if we can get some stuff together. Um, I'm trying a new format here. Um make it a little less boring we don't get a whole lot of listeners um it's what's funny is uh we started this podcast about two years ago and i've done more episodes this year than we have in the past two years but uh the guys over at the vault who play um magic the gathering who are doing our other podcast on the same rss feed are getting a lot of listens i mean they're getting hundreds so kudos to those guys uh if you do happen to listen to this and like magic the gathering Tune into our other podcast. Um, give them a, a listen to. Um, I don't know too much about magic, so they can explain everything to you. Um, but we'll start off with uh, the comic books that are released this Wednesday. Um, instead of listening to me drag on about it, uh, my friend Dylan Dodson, who is also a cosplayer and best known for his uh, Captain America, uh, graciously went ahead and did the comics for me. So, uh, Dylan. Tell us what comic books are coming out this week, or came out this week. Okay, for October 9th, the brand new comics are as follows. Absolute Carnage, Miles Morales number 3, Age of Conan Valeria number 3, Amazing Fantasy number 15, facsimile edition, Amazing Spider-Man number 31, Batman and the Outsiders number 6, Batman Superman number 2, Batman Universe number 4, Batman vs. Ra's al Ghul, number 2. Batman's Grave, number 1. Contagion, number 2. Detective Comics, number 1013. Doctor Doom, number 1. Dollar Comics Watchmen, number 1. Event Leviathan, number 5. Flash, number 80. G.I. Joe, A Real American Hero, number 267. Harley Quinn and Poison Ivy, number 2. Hawkman, number 17. Invaders, number 10. Joker Harley Criminal Sanity, number 1. Joker Year of the Villain, number 1. Journey Star Wars Rise of the Skywalker Legions, number 1. Justice League Odyssey, number 14. Loki, number 4. Magnificent Miss Marvel, number 8. Marvel Action Spider-Man, number 9. Marvel Zombies, number 1. Miles Morales Spider-Man, number 11. Powers of X, number 6. Spawn, number 301. Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order Dark Temple, number 3. Star Wars Target Vader, number 4. Supergirl, number 35. Superman, number 16. True Believers X-Men Betsy Braddock, number 1. True Believers X-Men Pyro, number 1. Unbeatable Squirrel Girl, number 49. 
Web of Black Widow number two, and last but not least, Wonder Woman number 80. Thank you, Dylan. Um, make sure to uh, get in the shop and get your books if you have a subscription to them. If not, try to be in there Wednesday when the books release or you're going to miss out because the most of the books Neil orders uh, each week, they go pretty fast. So make sure you get in there and uh, get your comic books. Some events coming up. Um, let's go on over here to the Comics Vault Facebook page to... Uh, Look at all the events coming up. Uh, every Sunday is uh, Pokemon League play. So if you want to get into the Pokemon TCG, uh, which is the trading card game for non for you non-nerds, um, every Sunday, if you want to get into the Pokemon card game, uh, there's League play, uh, sanctioned League play at that. So you're going to get you know counted for your games played, games won. And you'll get your league play card. So if you want to learn the game or just have someone to play with, go ahead and uh, head on over there every Sunday. Every Friday is uh, Yu-Gi-Oh! There's a weekly tournament. Um, if you want to learn the game, play the game. And every Saturday, or really every day, uh, Magic the Gathering is being played. Um, it's Every Saturday is the official day to play. But... Uh, if you go in with your deck of cards and a book or whatever, those are going to be someone that wants to play or Neil will play you. Um, that is the weekly announcements. Um, October 26th is Halloween Comic Fest. So that is in two weeks. It's like free comic book day. But it's during Halloween, uh, and Halloween is a, a great time for cosplayers. I mean, you got your costume parties, you have trick-or-treating, you have parades. Um, if you're a cosplayer, I suggest, you know, going to your local Halloween parade and, and joining it. Uh, the Zombie Town just had their Halloween parade uh, last week in Altoona, which was a fantastic turnout. Um, reading some of the articles, I think that... They said there was an estimate, or a guesstimate, I guess, about 10,000 people that showed up, which is fantastic. Um, there was zombies, there was other cosplayers, you know. So, get out there and show off your costumes. It's the best time of the year. People don't think you're so weird just for doing it any, any other day. But, you know, be a nerd. Be yourself. Um, but Saturday, October 26th is uh, Halloween Comic Fest. The shop's premier fall event, a single day when they give away special published comic books, absolutely free to anyone who comes in. It's the spooky free comic book day. Uh, some of the books this year include Ghost Rider, Iron Man, Spider-Man, X-Men, X-Force, Deceased, Boba Fett, and more. Uh, there's also going to be a guest artist, Kevin Conrad. He has a limited edition or limited exclusive print uh, of Moon Knight. If you haven't seen it yet, uh, head on over to the Facebook page and look at it. It is, it's a gorgeous piece. The first 50 people to uh, come to the shop are going to get this free print. So make sure you get in there early. Uh, it is, uh, again, Saturday, October 26th from 11 a.m. until 3 p.m. And I believe that is all the announcements. Uh, I believe so. So let's get into uh, some Disney uh, or Disney topics here. Um, first off, there was a trailer that released today, a swashbuckling first trailer for Robert Downey Jr.'s Doolittle. Um, 
so I think back in the early 2000s, we had Dr. Doolittle, uh, which was Eddie Murphy, uh, who could, you know, talk to animals. This was back early 2000s, if, you know, some of you remember. And it was, a, I believe, I think it was a Disney movie then. I, I'm not too sure, but, you know, it was it was an adorable movie that, of this veterinarian who can talk to animals, so he knows exactly what's wrong with them. And I think the the dog that stuck around the most was um, played by Norm McDonald. Not, yeah, Norm McDonald. And he, the, I think the scene that I remember the most is the thermometer in the dog's butt. And he's walking funny for, you know, the next couple scenes. But uh, anyway, back to this movie. The first trailer and poster have been revealed for Robert Downey Jr.'s upcoming film, Doolittle, which is reimagining the classic Dr. Doolittle. The, films come, the film comes from Universal Pictures, but it looks and feels like the kind of animal adventure movie that Disney would make. The synopsis of the film is, after losing his wife seven years earlier, the eccentric Dr. John Doolittle, Do- uh, Downey Jr., Famed doctor and veterinarian of Queen Victoria's England, hermits himself away behind the walls of Doolittle Manor with only his menagerie of exotic animals for company. But when young queen, Jessie Buckley, Wild Rose, falls gravely ill, a reluctant Doolittle is forced to set sail on an epic adventure to a mythical island in search for a cure. Regaining his wit and courage, he crosses old adversaries and discovers wondrous creatures. The doctor is joined on his quest by a young, self-appointed apprentice and a recluse coterie of animal friends, including an anxious gorilla, played by an Oscar, the Oscar-winning Rami Malek, an enthusiastic but bird-brained duck, who's played by Oscar winner Octavia Spencer, a bickering duo of cynical ostrich, the big six Kumal Nanjiani, and an upbeat polar bear, John Cena and a headstrong parrot, Oscar winner Emma Thompson, who serves as Doolittle's most trusted advisor and confidant. So, this movie, it doesn't give us uh, a... When it's coming out yet, uh, the trailer just released today, which is Saturday the 13th, or Sunday the 13th. Um, Getting this out a little late again. Uh, But, hey, it's life. That's what happens. You can't... You want to schedule stuff, and you just... Anything that's not work and family related, it just kind of gets put in the back burner until you can, you know, finally get around to it. But hey, I'm getting to it. Um, but anyway, there's no release date for this movie yet, but uh, I haven't actually watched the trailer yet. I'll probably do that after this episode. But uh, it sounds promising. Um, and for a kid who grew up in the 90s, this opens the door for maybe doing a uh, Wild Thornberry's live action movie. Um, I mean, that was a fantastic movie to begin with. And if they would do that movie, I would love a uh, guest appearance in the movie of Tim Curry. I'd you know him being in a wheelchair is a bit hard now because he's he's getting older and getting you know he's got his uh, physical problems. But just to have him in there somewhere would be great since he played uh, the dad in the show. But you know, that's just me rambling on. Um, more Disney news: The Lion King and Aladdin are headed to current gen systems. So this goes with. Disney and video games. Uh, a new leak from GameStop Conference, two classic titles from the Sega Mega Drive will be debuting on current-gen systems in October. Disney classics The Lion King and Aladdin will be debuting again for current-gen systems. Both titles were wildly popular back in the 90s, thanks to their animated film counterparts. And now, both are getting revived on Nintendo Switch, PS4, and Xbox One. When I was younger, uh, I grew up in the 90s, I played the crap out of the Aladdin game. The Aladdin game, uh, there was a Disney game, I can't remember what it was called, Spider-Man Maximum Carnage, 
and uh, Sonic. Those and Jurassic Park. Those games were the games I played the most on the on the Sega. Which wish I would have never got rid of them. I did get a couple back, um, and that's what happens. You get older, it's like, ah, get rid of those. And then a few years, it's like, hmm, I want to go play those again, and you don't have them. But then you start, you know, building them back up and spending more money. Besides, for my son, I want him to have uh, some of the stuff I played as a kid. So he can see what, you know, we'd played with. And even some of the stuff my dad played with. I got old consoles and whatnot. But, uh, and uh, more along with the video games. Uh, Marvel Studios releases teaser trailer for a new VR game called Avengers Damage Control. Marvel Studios has teamed up with ILM X Lab to create a new virtual reality adventure called Avengers Endgame. Or <laughs> Avengers Damage Control. And the first teaser trailer has been released. This was a, a few weeks ago. In the game, fans will find themselves fighting alongside some of their favorite superheroes, including Doctor Strange, Ant-Man, Spider-Man, uh, Shuri, and, and more, while using powerful a powerful new suit of armor created by Shuri that combines Wakandan and Stark Industries technology. Um, the suits look very much like Ironheart, but a little bit different. Um, the, I'm sure they're going to be a lot stronger because they're mixed with Vibranium and Stark you know, technology. And the main villain, I believe, for this game is uh, Ultron. It's it goes. I believe it, it kind of goes off of um, the MCU timeline. So he come he comes back, and you know they're fighting him off in his drones. So uh, and I think it's only released on the Void. I don't know if that's a place or if it's a game console. Um, I'm not too sure, but that's the only way you can get to it whenever it comes out. Um, I'm sure they'll probably release it for other stuff as well, but be on the lookout for that. Uh, along with more Disney, um, Disney is looking to buy Spider-Man. Now, I think this is more so rumors than it is, you know, actual, this is what we want to do. I think it's more hearsay, but from what we've heard, Disney is looking to buy Spider-Man from Sony. Um, they want him to lead the Avengers, um, and I don't know if this is going to get along with the new deal they they struck, but some they are looking to offer somewhere in the four or five million range, which I think that's what Sony said. You know, you can buy him for in the first place, so maybe they'll get him back, but I don't know if that's you know really needed right now because Spider-Man is going to stay with the MCU for a little while longer. Um, Marvel Studios co-president Kevin Foggy chimed in saying, I am thrilled that Spidey's journey in the MCU will continue, and I and all of us at Marvel Studios are very excited that we get to keep working on it. In exchange for Foggy's production on the next Spider-Man film, Marvel and Disney will receive 25% of the profits. Variety is reporting that Tom Holland will reprise his role as Spider-Man in a third Homecoming film. That movie is already slated to drop on July 16th of 2021. And then he is going to be in another... Uh, Marvel movie as a uh, cameo character, but uh, there was a deal struck with Sony and, and Disney that Spider-Man will now be with the MCU for a little while longer, and I believe it's going to extend after this deal that he's going to be able to be in this the MCU universe and the Venomverse um, and the other Sony movies, uh, Spider-Man related movies are going to make because they're working right now on... Um, uh, the vampire movie. Oh my gosh, what is his name? 
Morbius, <laughs> Morbius, living vampire, who is star is going to uh, be starring Jared Leto, which I feel he's going to be fantastic in that movie. Um, just the look of the original look of Morbius and what they want to do, or what how Leto looks in some of the fan art I've seen, I think he's going to be really good. Um, but Sony, Sony is also reportedly developing a live action Hobgoblin movie. Um, so that's also in the works and which Spider-Man can, you know, be a part of that as well. Um, and they want to do a solo vulture film. There's not enough details on that to, you know, I don't think they've confirmed if they're doing it or not, but they, you know, they want to, they want to, and I don't, and I'm not sure if this is pre, uh, homecoming or after. So once we get more information about that, you know, I'll, I'll uh, report on that some more. Um, but talking about some of the, you know, other Sony stuff, the Venom movies, Andy Serkis is going to direct Venom 2. Yeah, you heard that correctly. The voice behind everyone's favorite store hobbit is jumping back into the MCU. Back into the MCU. They, okay, they reported that wrong. He's not jumping back into the MCU. It's, it's the Sony-verse. But either way, uh, after a few movie stints as Ulysses Claw, Andy Serkis will now step behind the camera to direct Venom 2. Serkis will helm the sequel to the Tom Hardy-led movie film after a wildly successful feature film hit theaters back in 2018. So, I feel like this... Venom wasn't a bad movie. I don't. I wouldn't say it was one of my favorite Spider-Man-related movies. Um, I mean, it's above Amazing Spider-Man 1 and 2. I'll give it that. <laughs> I didn't have high hopes for this movie, but it actually... it's. It was actually a lot better than I thought it, you know, it would be, but um, I believe I, I think that with Andy Serkis behind the you know the directing uh, camera, him being in a Marvel movie, he knows what the feel should be. It's going to be a dark movie, especially that um, it's already been confirmed that the main bad guy is going to be Carnage. Um, I think he's go he should know what a Marvel movie should feel like and it should be this one should be dark but also still leave openings to bring in spider-man which would be really cool if they brought him in but i don't as i talked to neil about this you know he you know he he did take on captain america he fought for thanos but to bring him in this early to the venom stuff he's not ready because when he fought thanos when he fought captain america captain america went easy on him he could have ripped peter apart like nothing Thanos, he was able to fight, uh, you know, with other superheroes. And even in Endgame, when he fought those creatures from Thanos' army, he had the Iron Spider suit on and basically had it do the work for him. I mean, he's got a spider sense he could avoid attacks, but fighting, you know, one-on-one, -on -one, he had trouble with a guy in a costume who just used drones for an illusion. Now his he's I I loved how at the end of Far From Home he's honing in on his spider sense or his Peter Tingle as they call it in the movie, um, so it it should make for more interesting fights. But I don't know if he's ready for a serial killer with a uh, bonding symbiote and Eddie Brock who is just you know this mean muscly guy, especially as Venom. I don't know if he's ready to take on either of them by himself. So, but it would be really cool to start bringing him into these movies. Um, 
But enough about Spider-Man. Uh, let's get into some uh, DC stuff. The first Birds of Prey trailer released earlier this week. Uh, Warner Brothers finally dropped the first trailer for the upcoming Birds of Prey movie. And Harley Quinn is clearly the star, which I think she, she is the leader of this group. The trailer features Margot Robbie reprising her role as Harley Quinn and the character's growth after the events of Suicide Squad. Harley is now recruiting women to join a gang of her own, taking a more Joker-centric approach to things. Um, and for what I understand, um, Joker is not in this movie at all. No Jared Leto, no Joaquin Phoenix. Um, this is separate from that. It's even separate from the uh, upcoming Suicide Squad 2 movie coming out, directed by James Gunn, which there's not a whole lot, you know, about that movie yet, besides some of the actors that he has uh, gotten for the movie. Um, so they just released the, the first trailer. Uh, they did a teaser trailer the week before, but now they released the first trailer, so you can go watch that. Um, and I'm hoping it's good. It's an all-female-led movie. Um, so we'll, we'll see how that, that, you know, rolls around. Um, I'm hoping it's not forced like the scene in Endgame was with the whole women of power thing. Um, you know, don't hate me on that, but I feel like that scene was so pushed. How is it all of a sudden all the women are in the exact same spot at the exact same time and all the men are like, whoa, guys, let's just step back and let them have this. They can do it. Um, but, I mean, DC's been doing pretty good. Wonder Woman was a female-led movie, female-powered movie, and she, you know, she did it. They did great with it. She was strong and, you know, didn't need anybody to help her fight. So DC's doing a pretty good job. Um, Shazam was great, even though that wasn't female-led, but DC is starting to kind of move in the right direction. Um, so, because I'm not even sure about the new joker movie with joaquin phoenix um now there's rumors that this joker isn't the actual joker and he's just a inspiration to the joker because i think with the timeline the movie takes place in the 70s um this joker would be you know kind of in probably his late 30s it looks like um which would make him about 30 or 40 years older than bruce wayne and so by the time bruce wayne becomes batman in his like late 20s um, Joker would be in his, you know, 60s or 70s, so that would be a bit hard for an old man to take on the Dark Knight, so I feel like if if the rumor, that rumors are true, it'd make a lot more sense, and I don't know, I just don't like the way the Joker looks in this movie, I don't like the makeup, I know it progresses as the movie goes, but just, it's not Joker to me. Now, I mean, I've heard it, it was a fantastic movie, it was a masterpiece, and I've heard it took too long, it drug out, there wasn't enough action, there wasn't enough you know, from the crime lord. Um, but, you know, that's your opinion, how you like the movie, and I'll have to go see it for myself. I've not seen it yet. I don't know if I'll see it in theaters. I'll probably wait till it comes out. But, you know, well, Neil and I can sit down and talk about that more once we've both seen the movie. Um, I don't believe I have anything else from DC. No. I didn't. Um, just a sad note that I found, uh, for all you nerds back from the 80s, the, uh, Karate Kid actor Robert Garrison, uh, he passed away, um, beginning of last week, and, uh, William Zabka offered a heartfelt tribute on his Instagram, um, the actor who played Tommy in the Karate Kid, 
it also reprises role years later in the uh, Cobra Kai season two. If you haven't watched it, uh, he passed away. Uh, he was 59 years old, and his sister-in-law told TMZ that he died Friday morning at the hospital in West Virginia. She went on to say that his passing was sudden. Um, he had been in the hospital for over a month dealing with kidney and liver issues, and his organs just shut down. Um, if you want to see the heartfelt, uh, you know, post, go to Williams Abka's uh, Instagram. And if you don't know who I'm talking about, he's the kid who says this. Uh, so yeah, that was uh, a bit sad to hear because um, I believe in the show too he was in the hospital, and you know either he was the one dying or there was somebody else dying. But uh, either way, it's you know always sad to see a a great actor leave. Um, but I believe that's all I have for this week. Surprisingly, this is a lot longer than most of the other episodes I have. I'm gonna figure out a little format, uh, a better to you know group things so you're not. Like, oh, here's Marvel, here's DC, here's Marvel back again, here's Disney. Um, we'll get into uh, a better groove as we get on. We're only on episode 11. We've been, I mean, we've only been doing this for three years, guys. It's not like we can, we can get it down in three years, but we're only on uh, episode 11. So, But be sure to check out uh, the other podcast that we do, the uh, Commander's Vault Magic the Gathering podcast. Um, you can find me on Instagram... And Facebook at PNRG Cosplay, and also check out my website, PNRGCosplay.com, where now I have uh, a new online booking option if you want to do, you know, want me to do your kid's birthday party, do an event for you if you want your favorite superhero, because legally I can't say any superheroes' names. But anyway, if you want to, uh, you know, have me for your kid's birthday, an event you guys want to do, or, you know, I, I think I put on there something about. Uh, delivering flowers to someone at work. Someone had asked me about that a while ago. They never got back to me, but hey, you know, expand services. That sounds like something fun. So, but uh, go ahead, check out my website. Go to Neil's website. I think it's the Comics Fault Altuna.com and check him out on Instagram and Facebook, the Comics Fault Altuna. Um, so until next week, see ya. Thanks for listening to this episode of the podcast. You can find me on Instagram and Facebook under PA Nerd Cosplay or go to my website, panerdcosplay.com. And you can find Neil on Facebook and Instagram under the Comics Vault Altoona, or go to his website, thecomicsvaultaltoona.com. Don't forget to check out our other podcasts on the same RSS feed, The Commander's Vault, a Magic the Gathering podcast. And if you want to catch Neil in his natural habitat, come on down to The Comics Vault on the corner of 12th Street and 12th Avenue in downtown Altoona. Until we crack open the vault again, see ya.